Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family. Yes, this is here with a word, okay? This is a word from the Lord. And family, I just want to start by saying God will use the foolish things to confound the wise, okay? The Lord will tell you to do something to make you look foolish to the ones that think that they're wise. But I'm here to tell you, keep building your ark. Do you hear me? That is an order from the Lord. He said, tell them to keep building that ark like I told them to. Don't worry about who's scoffing at you. Don't worry about who's mocking you. Don't worry about who's trying to persecute you. Because they only coming up against me, says the Lord. They're only coming up against my plan and purpose, says the Lord. I call you to just keep on building. Don't worry about people talking about how your ark looks. You keep on following the directions that I gave you says the Lord do you hear me family in my own life the Lord has me doing things that makes me look foolish okay on the act from a human perspective I can see where I would look very foolish and the things that the Lord has called me to do but I know what the Lord has spoken to me I know what the Lord has declared to me and it's it's just it's so I gave the Lord the my yes and amen and I'm just here to tell you if you are in your Noah bag right now and the Lord told you to build an ark but all you done been seeing is sunny days you've been watching the forecast and ain't no rain coming don't worry about that just keep on building the ark like the lord told you to do you understand the first verse i want to take you to and it says um it's first hold on hold on family because i think i got for the date one hold on Okay, family, my bad. I, I had all my scriptures out, but then I must have got rid of this one. But I got it back. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. Instead, God chooses things that things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God will use something small that you think is useless and he will use that to shame the wise, to shame people who think they got it all figured out. God will use that very thing. Do you know that people were scoffing at Noah? You know they were scoffing at Noah? Like, I don't know why he built Noah or he over there tripping. Oh, he, he, getting, he getting animals on that, that, uh, that ark. Them animals stinking up that ark. He, 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 wow. But guess what? Noah was on, he was the hottest thing around once that flood started coming. Everybody wanted to know Noah once that flood started coming. Once that door was shut, everybody wanted to know who Noah was. Everybody was knowing Noah's name at that point. And I'm saying this because so it will be with you. Right now, you might feel like you little. You might feel like what you're doing is nothing. You might feel like you are nobody. But I'm here to tell you this. I'm here to tell you this. Everybody is going to want a piece of your ark. Everybody, when this flood start coming, everybody's going to know your name because they're going to see 
all this time you have been built in this ark in the presence of God and I see that in this ark is safety is security is shelter hallelujah now I'll tell you something that my son said because it was a word so he's watching veggie tales the other day and if you got kids veggie tales are so good for like kids like it's like a christian cartoon it's really cute i mean sometimes i think some stuff i don't i don't know because i think veggie tales do got other stuff where they don't be talking biblical but i turn on like veggie tales i turn on like all the like bible stories for kids and stuff that's the kind of cartoons majority of the time i let my kids watch i do let my kids watch you know some cartoons but that's not here neither here nor there let me get back one point so i was sitting there talking because me my son my sister and we was just sitting there and i was like mm, what you think that uh that arc smelled like <laughs> that arc had to have been bumping and i think like everybody was like yeah that it, it, it probably did stink but you know what my son said my son was like no he because I, I was like what you think it smelled like pop and he was like it smelled like heaven he was like it smelled like heaven because it, it everybody that was on the boat was safe so so the arc smelled like heaven and i was like that is a word me and my sister both looked at each other we was like that's a word right because your arc is going to smell like heaven. Your ark done been through hell, but it looks like heaven. I'm telling you, the day is going to come where your ark, they will see heaven in your ark. Right now, it might look like it's stupid. It might look like it's foolish. But one day, and it's going to be very soon, everybody going to be coming to this ark like, okay, can we have parts of it? Just keep on building. Do you hear me? Keep building. It does not matter what what other people say don't don't nobody else qualify you god qualifies you and if god told you to do something you keep on doing it do you hear me you keep on pushing and you just keep on striving you hear me like in nehemiah remember i'm gonna take you to nehemiah chapter six let's go to nehemiah chapter six um verse i believe it's verse nine um and this is when he was facing opposition. And I'm going to read. I'm going to start at verse 1. Sam, Ballot, Tobiah, and Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of the enemies found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remained. Though we had not yet set up the doors and the gates. So Sam, Ballot, and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of, on- of Ono. But I realized they were plotting to harm me, so I replied by sending this message to them. I am engaged in a great in a great work, so I can't come. Why should I stop working to come and meet with you? Four times they sent the same message, and each time I gave the same reply. The fifth time, Sam Ballard's servant came with an open letter in his hand, and this is what it said. There is a rumor among the surrounding nations and Geshem tells me it is true that you and the Jews are plotting or planning to rebel and that is why you are building the wall. According to this report, you plan to be their king. He also reports that you have appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim about you. Look, there is a king in Judah. You can be very sure that this report will get back to the king, so I suggest that you come and talk it over with me. I replied, there is no truth in any part of your story. You are making up the whole thing. So first I want to tell you, as you are building this art, expect people to be lying on you. 
Expect people to have their, their mouth all up in it. Expect people to be like, oh, what you doing is stupid. What you are doing is foolish. Expect that. Because these are the very ones that they already are opposing God. They already are both are, are puffed up in pride. Because if they see with the with, with, with spiritual eyes what was going on, they wouldn't be putting their mouth on you. They wouldn't be so quick to put their mouth on you. But God will cause the same voice that rises up to accuse you to be cast down in shame. Do you hear me? Just let God handle it. And you just keep on building. You see how they was lying on Nehemiah. He said there's no truth in any part of this. Y'all just straight and lying. I know that y'all trying to plot. Y'all trying to set me up. I'm not stupid. He said, nah, I'm booked. That's what Nehemiah said. Nehemiah said, I'm booked. I can't come. Right? They were just trying to intimidate me. Intimidate us. Imagine that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. You see where he said they were just trying to intimidate us. Imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work so I continue the work with even greater determination I need you to hold your head up high and I need you to walk in the boldness you hear me I need you to walk in the boldness of Christ you hear me the righteous are as bold as a lion and I need you to keep on doing what God has told you to do I need you to have a greater determination do you hear me God will give you the grace to have a greater determination all you got to do is ask all you got to do is receive it and God will give you a greater determination don't worry about who watching you just keep on pressing the mark don't worry about what nobody's saying about you just keep pressing the mark don't worry about people trying to plot to set you up just keep pressing the mark just keep on going do you hear me we got faith over fear do you hear me you can fear what man can do to you or you can fear what god can do to you that's how you live your life you live your life in a reverent fear to god knowing that he is sovereign and he holds all power do you hear me not nothing can get past god can't nobody do nothing to you unless god says go ahead do you hear me do you hear me in the book of job let's go to job chapter one because i want to show you right here that can't nobody just do something to you do you hear me do you hear this job chapter one let's go to verse um eight no verse six one day the member of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the lord and the accuser satan came with them he always slithering where have you come from the lord asked satan satan answered the lord i have been you see how the lord asked them and he answered them do you hear me because my god got power do you hear me jesus hold weight in the spiritual realm do you understand that do you understand that the, that satan has to answer to the lord do you hear this do you hear this Satan ain't rolling up in the heavenly courts telling the Lord what to do, but the Lord tells him what to do. Do you hear me? Hold on. It says, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. See, because he be trying, he be roaming around like a roaring lion, seeking for who he can devour. That's what he do. He just be slithering around in the garden, trying to finesse and deceive some. My baby family, in the middle of me recording that, somebody called. And it messed up my recording, but I'm back with it. Like I was saying, Satan, he be just living around in the garden, trying to finesse, looking to who he can deceive. That's just what he do. That's just what he does. And it says, the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? 
So, so all, all he said was, I just been patrolling around. I just been looking around. And then the Lord said, but have you noticed my servant, Job? Have you noticed him? <laughs> have you noticed Job? And, and he is the finest man in all the earth. He is a blame, he is blameless, blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. See, why the enemy be roaming around, right? He be trying to crouch down in the bushes, watching you. And he like, yeah. I see Jade. I'm going to use my name. I see Jade over there. I see her or whatever. But you got that wall up on her. And you got all your protection around her. But I be seeing her. <laughs> that's that's what that's him. Real live hater. He says you um you have made him prosper in everything he does. So he like you just make her prosper and every weapon I try to form against her you you be making her prosper. So it, it's no wonder why she she serves you because you make her prosper in everything she does. Let me tell you something. Which is the truth. <laughs> That's the only truth he can speak is that shorty be over here prospering that you be over there prospering as God word itself. The weapons will form but they shall not prosper. Do you hear me? The only thing we prospering is the will of God over here. Do you hear me? Let me tell you something. He says but reach out. He, he said look how rich he is. He oh let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's always a hater in the bushes trying to count your blessings on the low. They watching you, okay? They watching you and they just like, mm, they, she thinks she's so cute because she blessed. She thinks she this because she blessed. She thank you. No, I don't think. I know. That's what you got. That's the attitude you got to have. No, I don't think I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed. And instead of watching from the bushes, instead of watching from the stands, if you ask me how do I get these things, I will be sure to tell you. But if you want to sit in the bushes and hate, I can't do nothing, you know? That's just what it is. He said, but reach out and take away everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Mm. See, I need you to understand something, right? It's bigger than the blessings. It's bigger than prospering. It's bigger than being rich. It's because you are here simply to prove that you can't do nothing with God. You can't do nothing with the power of God. You can't do nothing with a child of God. That's what you are down here for. All the weapons that have that have come up against you, all the times that you could have been out of your mind, all of the times that you could have been sitting locked away somewhere, but God said not so because you can't do nothing with a child of God. You hear me? I know the weapons have formed in your life, but you are a child of God and that's why they shall not prosper. Everybody can't walk the walk you walk. Everybody can't carry the cross that you carry. Everybody can't have it. Everybody can't have the baggage that you have. Let me tell you something. Because the Lord is making a point with you that you can't do nothing with a child of God. <laughs> you can't do nothing with a child of God. The Lord says, go ahead and take everything away from my child. Because you know what? I know that they won't curse me. I know that my child won't back betray me. I know that my child won't backstab me. That's what the Lord was saying. To say, and I know that my child won't do that. So I'm going to let you take them little funky things away. Because after you be the thief that you are, I'm going to restore them. Do you hear me? I got a plan. That's what the enemy don't know while he crouching down in the bushes. He don't know that he worked for you. 
Let him destroy them little blessings. Let him steal them little bit of things. You feel me? Let him speak them little lies. Let him, let him, let him kill a couple of them little dreams. Because you know why? God is going to restore it. And he's going to give it back better to you than when it got lost. <laughs> let me tell you something. Can I give y'all a little testimony? I used to be walking around this world lost. I tell you about my God. I used to walk around this world so lost and so dirty with sins. All you could see was the curses of my ancestors in my life. Let me tell you something. I was defiled. I was detestable. I was nasty. But when you look at me now, I'm redeemed. I don't look like what I've been through. If I told you some things, you probably wouldn't believe it. Because I don't look like what I've been through because it's my God. (laughs) <laughs> when he redeems a thing, when he restores a thing, he makes it better than it once was. You hear me? When I was reborn by the spirit, I came out better than when I was born to this earth. You hear me? I, I was, I'm different. That spirit did something to me. You hear me? And he will do it for you. And th- listen, this is what he said. He said, all right, you may test him. The Lord said to Satan, do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. So this is what the Lord told him to do. He said, all right, go, go to your little raggedy lair. He said, go to your little raggedy lair. Think of your little raggedy plan about how you're going to steal my child's possessions, but don't you harm him. Don't, don't you, don't you harm him physically. Don't you do that. You know, don't you dare harm him physically. Don't you, don't you, don't you dare go past what I told you to do. See, he only got a little bit of, he only got a little bit of leeway he could work with. It's only a little leeway. You hear me? So, And that's what he does. So one day, you know, um, Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house. A messenger arrived at Job's home with news. Your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the sand, the sand, the Sabims raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farm hands. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Let me tell you something. Do you see how the only way that his stuff was allowed to be stolen from him is because God said, do what you want. The Lord told the enemy, do what you want, but don't hurt him physically. So see, see, so this is where I want to bring it back to you. Can't nobody do nothing to you unless it's a decree made in heaven. Unless God says, go ahead and do it. Unless God says it, it can't happen. And I need you to walk around in that boldness to know you can't do nothing to me unless my God said so. And if my God said so, he got a plan. Do you hear me? He got a ram in the thicket. So I ain't going to worry about what your little funky plan is. Because he got a ram in the thicket. It says, while he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep and all the shepherds. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, a third messenger arrived with this news. Three bands of Chaldean raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother's home. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Job stood up, tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. He said, I came from my mother's womb. 
I came naked from my mother's womb and I will be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm, Jesus. When you walk around and you got that attitude where the Lord gave it to me and the Lord is going to take it away. Can't nobody take nothing from me unless the Lord said to take it from me. Can't a person harm me unless God says that they could harm me. And I know my God got a plan. I'm going to trust him despite it all. If people want to backstab me, people want to lie on me if people want to cheat me that's what my God's plan is and I must still obey him I will not curse the name of the Lord I will not because you can't do nothing with a child of God (laughs) you just can't do nothing to the child of God he said praise the name of the Lord and all of this Job did not sin by blaming God he didn't blame God he didn't sin by blaming God but he praised God. Can I tell you, it has been some things in my life where I said, Lord, I got to trust you and I know you good. I know you good. I've had the job where the enemy come in like a flood back to back to back to back. I've had that. And you know, I just said, Lord, I'm going to praise you because you got a plan. You got a ram in the thick of God. And I trust you. All I have is to be able to trust you, God, because it's you that that gives it. And it's you that takes it away. Hallelujah. The enemy, I'm not walking around in fear over him. I'm not walking around worried about what people can do to me. Because it's my God who is in control. These little human beings that you see. These little imps that's behind these human beings. These little um, demonic spirits. These little principalities that's behind these people. They don't got no real power. It's by the word of God. Do you hear me? They can't just roll up and steal your stuff. It's by the word of God. So why are you worrying about people scoffing at you? Why are you worried about people persecuting you? Why are you worried about people mocking you when it has nothing to do with them? It has nothing to do. God told you to do something. They just play in their position. They just being used by the enemy like they supposed to be. You hear what I'm saying? Jesus wasn't worried about Judas. He said Judas is necessary for this purpose. Judases are necessary. I need you to know that. Don't walk around like, ooh, with an attitude. No, you necessary for my purpose. Because you're going to be the very one. You're going to see me be or be risen. You're going to see me ascend. And you're just going to be looking like, that is the child of God. That's your purpose. Is to know that she is a child of God. And that's the purpose that your mockers and your persecutors and, and your slanderers and your cheaters, that's the purpose in their life, is to see you ascend and be like, that is a child of God. They going to watch you be hung on that cross, but they're going to see God raise you from the dead. Do you hear me? That is the purpose. <laughs> that is a purpose. Write that down because that's a nugget. It's meant for people to see you on the cross. It's a purpose for people to see you on the cross. It's a purpose for people seeing you looking raggedy. It's a purpose for people seeing you looking insane. It's a purpose of people seeing you hungry. It's a purpose. It's a purpose in it all. You just got to trust God. Do you hear me? That's all you got to do is just trust God. Okay? That's it. And that's all just trust God. Okay, let's go to Job chapter 2. 
one day the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser Satan came with them where have you come from the Lord asked Satan Satan answered the Lord I have been patrolling the earth watching everything that's going on then the Lord asked Satan have you noticed my servant Job he is the finest man in all the earth he is blameless a man of complete integrity see the Lord is flexing he, he know that he just seen him because he know that he just stole his stuff he know he just killed his kids he know and he's saying have you seen them have have you seen my uh my servant he know he know he knows that it does see the servant he know he does see joe but the lord said have you seen them <laughs> but but have you seen them <laughs> and that's what the lord is saying about you have you seen my servant have you seen my servant jay <laughs> you seen her you know you done took her stuff you done robbed her kids you done did everything but have you seen her <laughs> you see she didn't fold on me right you see she didn't turn her back on me right because she a child of god that's why um he says he is the finest man of complete integrity he fears god and stays away from evil and he has maintained his integrity even though you urge me to harm him without cause satan replied to the lord skin for skin a man will give up everything he has to save his life but reach out and take away his health and he will surely curse you to his to your face all right do with him as you please the lord said to satan but spare his life so satan left the lord's presence and he struck joe with a terrible boils from head to foot mm, jesus oh jesus Job scraped the skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. <laughs> and all of that Job still ain't saying nothing wrong his health he reached out and snatched his health he, you, you, you got that you got the bad doctor's report that's the enemy he's trying to reach out and snatch your health because he's waiting on you to blame God he's waiting on you to curse God but he's sitting there in utter confusion because he says but you keep on praising him you keep on worshiping him and it's it's like it's it's just a flex in his face i done did bink 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 and bink to you but you just keep praising god you keep waking up each morning praising god and i just i just i just can't i can't do nothing with you that's how the enemy feels and that's why he's so mad because he said i just can't do nothing with you that's what the lord said he just can't do nothing with you it, it, that's why he's mad because he just can't do nothing with you nothing that he throws at you will you not catch it will you not catch it and praise me for it hallelujah you will praise me in the good and the bad says the lord and that's why he can't stand you <laughs> that's why the devil can't stand you because you praise me no matter the circumstance oh jesus who okay so i family the, the the moral of this word is that no matter what 
Keep serving God. No matter what it looks like. Keep building that ark. No matter what people saying about you. Keep building that ark. No matter about what people trying to do to you. Keep building that ark. Just keep building it. Do you hear me? Keep going. Don't you hear me? And you will see the hand of God. You will see the salvation of the Lord. Just keep on building like the Lord said. Let him handle it. Let him handle it. Okay? Because he's in control. He's been in control. And he's still in control. And he will stay in control. I want to take you, before we close out, I want to take you to verse the chapter 42. Now, the, the Lord in the previous couple chapters, he was humbling Job. And he told Job, he was like, brace yourself because I'm about to ask you some questions and you're going to answer them. That's what that's what the Lord said to Job, right? And um, it says, so then, you know, the, just read, read, I think it starts at like chapter, like just, it's like somewhere in, in chapter 30, like around 36-ish, just read it. Just read it and then you'll understand this part. And then, the, then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything and that no one can stop you. You asked me, who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I. And I was talking about things I knew nothing about. Things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen, and I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. Mm. And see, that's what a lot of your, not a lot, that's what all your enemies is going to say. All those people that's watching you that got something to say, they're going to say it because they're going to be like, I didn't know you, but I, I, I didn't know you up until now. I didn't know the Lord up until now because they're going to see the Lord in your life. And even you will have to be in repentance. You'll be like, Lord, I don't know why you put me in this. And he's saying, why have you questioned my wisdom with such arrogance, with such ignorance and arrogance? Who are you to question God and ask him why me? You just 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 received a blessing because he chose you. If you going through hell, think it not strange. Think it not strange if you not if you if you going through hell. If you not going through hell, that's when you should worry. And it says, conclusion, the Lord blesses Job. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me, as my servant Job has. So take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourself. My servant Job will pray for you, and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, Bilidad and the Shunite, and Zophar the Namanite did as the Lord commanded them. And the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him a gift from the money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. And that is what I speak into your life. Bless your enemies. Pray for your enemies. And I'm telling you, the Lord's going to restore you. 
All the people that mocked you, they are going to come back and be like, can you pray for me? <laughs> Will you be able to pray for me? I see what God did in your life. And the Lord expects you to pray for them. He expects you to, to, to pray for them, to bless them with your words. He expects that. Because there's some people, they're going to need your prayer to get them through the hell that their words have put them in. They spoke ill to you. And it's going to take your prayers to get them out of the situation they put themselves in about talking about a child of God. Then the Lord said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Ain't that what the Lord said? You think he was playing when he said it? Because he wasn't. He was not playing. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. Um, so then that's all the kid's name. And then it says, Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long, full life. You are going to live a long, full life life just do what god said god is using you to flex do you hear me he is using you to to show people that you cannot do nothing with a child of god you cannot you cannot hold a child of god down the lord is using you to flex on his haters do you hear me it's bigger than you just keep building that ark like god told you to and you will see the salvation of the lord okay Family, I'm going to just pray for y'all. And if the Lord wants to say anything else, I'm going to say something else. If not, we're going to just end it after I pray. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, at first, I'm going to come into your presence, Lord. And I just want to thank you, Father. I'm coming with thanksgiving and praise. Because by your blood, Lord, by your sacrifice, we are able to come boldly into your throne room of grace, Father. We are able to speak to you, to get new revelations, to hear secret things that no one has ever heard before, Father. And it's all thanks to you and your work on the cross, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, because you didn't have to do it, but you did it, Lord. I thank you for always coming back and getting that one. I thank you for leaving a 99 to go and get that one, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for this person that's receiving this word, Father. This person that's being fed by this word, Lord. This person that's being nourished by this word, Father. I'm praying for them, Lord, in your name, in Jesus' name, Father. I'm praying that they will have a strong determination to finish what you have set before them, Father. I'm praying that they will keep pressing, Father. That they won't even care about the lies and the persecution and the mocking, Father. But they will keep on building that wall, Lord. They will keep building that ark, Father, and do it in your name, Jesus. I just pray, Father, that a hedge of protection is placed around this child listening, Lord, and that they just feel your presence right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, because your child needs you. They need a word from you, God. They need to hear from you, God. 
And I'm just praying that you do it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that you give them provision, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that you give them wisdom, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that you give them new knowledge, Lord, new understanding, Father, new revelations, Lord, because you can do it, Lord. You are willing and able, Father. And I pray that they see that no weapon for and against them shall prosper. I, I pray that everything that they touch, everything they do shall prosper, Lord. Hallelujah. As their soul prospers in you, Father. Everything they touch will turn into gold, Father. In the name of Jesus. That is my prayer for your child, Father. And I just want to give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' holy, mighty name I pray. Amen. <laughs> Family. Um, that is the word, okay? Just keep building, keep pressing, keep fighting this good fight because your salvation is on the horizon. That's what the Lord is speaking. He said your salvation is on the horizon. Keep your eye to the sky because your redemption is drawing near. Your redemption is here, says the Lord. Just keep on going just a little bit longer. I hear him saying the final stretch. This is your last stretch and you shall see the work of your hands. You shall eat the fruit of your labor. I'm telling you, family, you're right there. Just keep going. Just keep going. You know what the Lord brought to me? You ever see that meme and it's a man digging? I, th- I believe he's digging for gold. And right there, the gold's right there. And he stops. It's just one more like patch of dirt he needed to dig. And all that gold would be his. But he stopped. Don't be that man that stops right there. Because I see your blessings is right there. Your blessings is right behind that wall. Hallelujah. And the Lord is coming to bulldoze through that wall. He is coming with full the force of heaven. Do you hear me? He is coming with the full force of heaven to give you what rightfully belongs to you. Just hold on and keep on building. Do you hear me? Don't give up. Do not give up. Do you hear me? Do not give up. It's right there. (laughs) It's right there. Just keep on believing God. Let me tell you something. Um, what was it? It was, I think I I screenshotted it. Give your sis one second because I believe I screenshotted it. I was reading um Mark uh five let's go to mark five real quick because i was reading that yesterday morning and like the word hit me like different so let's go to mark five and i'm gonna take you to verse um so it's a man he had um asked Jesus to come heal his daughter and verse let's go to verse 35 mark 5 verse 35 while he was still speaking to her messengers arrived from the home of Jarvis the leader of the synagogue they told him your daughter is dead there's no use troubling the teacher now but Jesus overheard them and said to Jarvis don't be afraid just have faith who Jesus and it's it's some people listening you feel like your dreams is dead you feel like the promises God spoke over you are dead but the Lord he is telling me to speak to you don't be afraid just have faith 
Don't worry about it. Just have faith. Don't be afraid. Don't be wondering it and let fear creep in because you don't know how it's going to work. How are you going to get and obtain these blessings and these promises that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give you? And the Lord is saying, just don't be afraid. Just have faith. Just believe. Faith is the substance of, that you hope for, of things that you can't see. That means you just can't see what God is saying. You don't know how he's going to put it together. But I'm hoping. I put my hope in Jesus that it happened. I'm going to just keep on waiting on Jesus for it to happen and I just wanted to end it with that don't be afraid just have faith them people came in and you know that that man he felt discouraged in a moment he felt like giving up he was like it's just a waste I guess I don't need him now I, I guess it wasn't my time to be healed. It wasn't my time to be blessed. It wasn't my time to see a miracle. That's the that's the, the feelings that probably came over that man. But the Lord said, don't be afraid. Just have faith. Don't worry about what people say. How people say that you should worry. How people say what, what you should be doing. Don't worry about that. Just have faith. Just believe. Just believe. Believe, okay? Believe. Um. And then that's when he, he says, he goes and he, he goes and he sees the people and they're like weeping and wailing. And he went inside and asked, why are, why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The things that you are waiting for, they're not dead. They're only sleep. It's, they're only sleep. And in verse 41, holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha kum. Which means a little girl get up. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. Let me tell you something. <laughs> All it takes is for the Lord to tell your promises. Get up. <laughs> All he got to do is raise the Lazarus up. and that's it. All he got to do is say, come out. That's all God got to do. That's all Jesus has to do is just say, come on out. <laughs> that's all he has to do the same spirit that rose christ from the dead is living in you and is doing a good work within you you're just called to believe okay just believe no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like no matter what it sounds like no matter what thoughts creep up in your mind choose to believe god remember we was talking last episode but god Every time you got a, a negative thought that enters your mind, just cast it down by saying, but God, I've made it this far because of God. People told me that I wasn't going to amount to nothing, but look at me now, but God. People told me I should be dead right now, but God. People said I should be out of my mind right now, but God. People said I shouldn't have been healed back then, but God. People said that this disease was incurable, but God, let me tell you something. It's just that, but God cast it down with that, but God, <laughs> you don't got to say nothing after, but God, all you got to do is say, but God. So family, I'm going to let y'all go. I love y'all so, so, so much. And let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.